Hey everybody, we are uh, talking with our friend Burton today. He has called in and he's had a weird experience happen just recently, so it's fresh on his mind. We're going to get into it and talk about it, so we figured we'd share it with all of you. So this is our buddy Burton. He's also a fellow content creator, so if you want to tell us about your show a little bit and then we can jump into your experience. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, my name is Burton Moran. I have a YouTube channel called Local Legends, Burton Moran. And I go ghost hunting. I talk about cryptids, supernatural, and missing people. Basically weird shit. And yeah, I've recently had an experience that for me feels pretty, I don't know. I, I don't want to say it's the most terrifying thing that's ever happened, but it's definitely sent a chill down my spine when it happened. And I guess, do I just start now? Yeah. 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 The floor is yours, we're, man. We're ready. <laughs> I sent in a, a a story to you guys. Oh, wow. Must have been a year ago. I know you guys have talked about it on the show before about whenever I was in high school. I had ended up moving out of my parents' house as I turned 18. And I moved down to a different city here in South Dakota. And I was staying at my cousin's aunt's house, so no relation to me. And you know, long story short, my parents used to foster children. I grew really attached to one of them. We were like brothers. And I found out he had committed suicide. I don't want to say his name because I just don't really want to share that. But my parents called me. They let me know what had happened. And this was like after he had been taken back from the state. You know, he lived with us for a few years. We grew really attached. And eventually he ended up committing suicide. Well, I was in the basement of my cousin's aunt's house whenever that happened. And I got really upset. I was doing laundry. I was down there by myself and I grabbed the clothes that were, you know, on top of the dryer, washer or whatever. And I threw them. I was pissed and teary eyed as I would, anyone would be, I imagine. And I was just mad. I was mad about the fact that he had done it, you know? So I go upstairs. Everybody's there. They can tell I'm pissed for some reason, but I'm not really talking to anybody. And after a while, my cousin, his girlfriend, and a couple other friends are like, well, we're going to go to the back room. You can just be pissed by yourself. And I pretty much was. But his aunt had stayed out there, and she was a really nice person, and uh, she was trying to figure out what's going on with me. So she's, you know, you know what's going on so i started telling her what i just got a phone call about i was really upset and as i'm telling her this story i have this feeling and it's a feeling like if you've ever been in a fight before you'll know the feeling is whenever somebody's mad mugging you i'd, I'd call it or just staring you down from across the room like yeah i'm gonna rip this guy's head off and it's just me and her in this room it's in the living room but her kitchen's off to the side. So I'm getting this feeling from, coming from the kitchen that something's staring at me. She's listening and, you know, talking about this situation I'm going through. And I just get this overwhelming feeling. So I tell her, do you ever get the feeling that you're being watched? And she had this look on her face of like being concerned. And as soon as she, I said that to her, her face went dead serious. She looked me in the face and says, where? So I, I point to the kitchen area where it's happening, where I'm where I'm feeling this. And as soon as I point up there and I look in there, like she turns her head and she looks in the kitchen. As soon as she does that, all the cupboard doors open up. All like she had dishes on the counter, 
they go flying. Uh, drawers are opening, things are just fucking flying all over her kitchen. And at this point, my face has probably turned pure white and the blood rushed out of my head. I'm just like, holy crap, what is going on? She calmly as hell stands up, you know, she walks over to this, uh, what am I thinking, like a cigar box almost? Or like this little wood case that she has sitting on a counter in her living room. And she opens it up, she pulls out what I believe is sage, which I use sometimes myself. And she starts burning it, and she's wafting the smoke into the kitchen where all this shit is still happening. She's super calm about it, and she, whatever it is, she walks through the kitchen down to where the basement door is. The basement door is now open. She's ushering smoke down the basement door. And as she's going in the kitchen, it's almost like whenever water drains, you know, it goes down and there's no more water, you know, so there's no more, like, spinning, but it's kind of like all that shit that's getting thrown around is like slowly stopping as she's walking through it. And she ushers whatever this is down back to the basement. She closes the door. She comes back. She puts her stuff away. She sits down next to me. And she's like, did you get upset or emotional in the basement? I said, very calmly. Uh, she's like saying this. And I'm not calm. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So she's did you get upset in the basement? I said, yeah, that's where I got the phone call. I threw a laundry across the room. He's like, mm, okay, see, so that's where it happened. And I'm like, what happened? And she's like, it tried to attach itself to you. So I'm like, what are you talking about? And at this point, my cousin, his friends, her, she herself was a foster parent. These kids come out like, what the hell's going on? So she explains, oh, it came out of the basement. The kids are like, oh, Jesus Christ. And I'm like, what is going on? And everybody else is calm about it. I'm just like, what the hell just happened? And, you know, like I've seen ghosts and stuff at this point, like full on apparitions in my other house, but I never had an experience like that. So they explained to me that she thinks it's a demon. And at this point, I like to say that I am actually kind of nervous talking about the rest of what, what recently happened for the fact that is very, very strange, very creepy. Um, I'm nervous for you, dog. <laughs> dude, like, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm actually pretty, pretty, pretty stressed out about it. I've lost a little bit of sleep over this. So, anyways, she said, try to attach itself to you. It's attached itself to my foster kids at points, and she says it's taken them over at times. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? And there's this kid, I don't want to say his name, but she is one of his foster, one of her foster kids. And he weighs maybe 90 pounds sopping wet, you know what I mean? He is a bony little kid. And she says it took him over one time and had to perform an exorcism. And I'm like, what? And she says it took four of us to hold him down. And she, like, I'm not trying to be mean to her, but she's a bigger lady. She says, I sat on him and he picked me up. And I'm like, what? So he just straight picked me up. Like, he pushed me off of him. So it took four of us to hold him down, and I performed this exercise, and now he's fine. And this kid's looking at me like, all I remember is, like, blacking out. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So, you know, I'm still nervous about it. And they're like, well, do you still want to stay the night here? I'm like, no, I don't want to spend the <laughs> night here. Are you insane? No. So we would go back to my cousin's house because fuck that. 
So anyways, going on to what recently happened, this is where I was kind of like, do I call him? Do I not call him? Do I even bring it up? But it was in my mind. So I recently had this dream two two days ago, the same day I got a hold of you. And in this dream, I'm asked to come to this hospital that there's a sick kid and they think something supernatural is going on with her. And, you know, I'm a ghost hunter. It's just a dream. I've never been asked to go see about helping somebody with a supernatural problem in a hospital. But in my dream, I'm like, this is something I have to do. So I'm okay. We go to this hospital. There's this sick girl. She's a teenager. She's bald. You know, I'm like, well, this kid's really sick. It's fucking terrible. And her family's like, she's acting fine now, but she doesn't usually act like this. And we just kind of want you to sit in the, over here and observe. So her family's coming in, they're talking, everybody's fine. And it's just a dream. Okay, so I'm thinking, I, I have nothing going on in my mind at this time. It's just a dream. And she, eventually she looks at me, and then they go back to talking to family. And this is a dream continued. It was a long dream. Eventually this girl stops, and she just starts staring at me. She gets this big smile on her face. I'm like, what the fuck is this, you know? But her face starts to distort a little bit, and her mouth gets really wide with this big fucking grin. And her, she tilts her head down, and her eyes are looking at me. And I have this feeling like she's giving me that look, and I'm getting that feeling that I had. And this thing was looking at me, or whatever it was. Like right now, I, I have goosebumps going down my neck. I was, I was just going to show Kyle. I'm like, that kind of gave me goosebumps, him describing her smile. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, so she looks at me, and all she says is, I remember you. Fuck that. And uh, what you just said in the dream, I, as soon as she said that, the whole experience runs through my mind. Inside the dream, I'm having flashbacks of that night, everything that happened. She said, I remember you, and I remember that. I remember the story I just fucking told you. And my first response, whenever she says, I remember you, I yelled, fuck you. Sorry. I don't know if you guys, if I'm allowed to cuss. I know. I've, yeah, uh, you're, you're good. <laughs> so that, yeah. that's just what happened. As I, I told this thing, I said, fuck you. And I step out of the room. And it just kind of laughs and everybody else in the dream, they just kind of stopped. They didn't say anything. They all just look at me and this thing's smiling at me. I said, fuck you. Okay. So I wake up. It's about 3 a.m. I'm not into the hole. I am. And I'm not, you know, 3 a.m. Here we are. It's the scariest time of the night. And I get that. But my old lady, Cassie, she has ended up waking up around the same time I did, but I was sleeping in a different room. Just, because the kids had taken over the bed. So she tells me that, you know, hey, could you run out to the store and grab me a Red Bull? Because it's like three in the morning. I'm up. I'm like, sure. And I go and I tell her, you know, I had this fucking dream. I had this dream and I explained it to her just like I explained to you guys. And this is the this is what cemented it as something I had to call you guys about. Was she says, I woke up around the same time you did whenever that happened or whenever you were asleep, whenever I woke up, I was afraid because I had this fear that something was in the room with me and that I was going to die. So I felt fucking 
I don't know. I've never felt that kind of fear before. I was like, what the fuck? And I was like, holy shit. She's like, you don't think that that has something to do with what's going on? Like, what happened? I was like, I don't know. I honestly don't know. Like, you know, I said, it remembered me. And then you woke up in fear in a whole different room. It's, you understand. And that's kind of like, well, I was like, do I tell him? Do I not tell him? I don't want to invite this thing in any more than I already have. How, let me, let me think about this a little bit. How, how many years ago did the first experience happen? 2008. So a while, quite a while. It's been a while. That's why I never said I remember you. I'm like, it's been a long time. Oh, you fucking... That's has has anything traumatic happened recently? Uh, not to you that could have opened you up to something like that. No, not recently. Not recently. Um, but you know, I don't want to drag her too much more into this. But she's been sick for the last couple of days. Had had you had your uh, your foster brother on your mind? Is that has he crossed your mind like no, the last no? Month or so? Like I don't mean to be like oh I don't think about him anymore because I do, but it's just no I I haven't. Yeah, yeah. For like sure. I said, I'm a ghost hunter. That's kind of something I think about like all the time. I'm always doing something supernatural, paranormal. I'm not playing with Ouija boards or anything like that because I don't want to open any doors I don't want to open. Yeah, I'm just trying to go down the avenues of what could possibly have brought it back yeah spiked it in back into your consciousness yeah i have no idea that is (laughs) like i said even even in the dream i wasn't thinking about it until i said i remember you and that's whenever that's whenever i felt the fear again what about your aunt was you said it was your aunt that put her back in the basement it was my cousin's aunt it wasn't no relation do you still talk to her I have not talked to her since probably 2011. I assume she's still well. Yeah, from my understanding, she's doing good. She's fine. I only asked. Live in the house anymore? Oh, she doesn't live in that house. Nope. Okay. Well, I only asked because who's watching the basement then? Right. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think about that. If she's kind yeah. of, if she's kind of the the gatekeeper on the basement right? the demon. That's terrifying. I told in like 2011. I mean. Cassie have been together for going on, I think, 12 years now. But, you know, I told her the story about what happened. We've been to that city a couple times because it's a beautiful area, Rapid City, South Dakota. It's in the Black Hills, so it's pretty great. But I've told her this story. She's like, Jesus Christ, you know, it's terrifying. And I've driven her to the house. I'm like, that's the house right there. And she's like, yeah, I'm not going in there. I was like, I don't blame you. I did eventually go back in like that time. And I saw his aunt again. I was like, hey, you know, just stop it in and say hi. Hey, you guys know I'm doing good and stuff. And that was like the last time I talked to her. She's like, oh, you guys want to go to the bar with me? And I'm like, no, not really. Because we're, you know, on a family vacation thing. She's like, oh, I understand. Good to see you and all this other stuff. But yeah, no, that was like the last time I saw her. And like, she was she was literally the keeper of it because she, like you said, she had a box ready to go when shit, shit went south. She, like she was ready. Yeah. And like, here's the crazy thing. Another thing with like a crazy situation with her. She's a pretty spiritual person, as you kind of gathered, I'm sure. My sister lived in an apartment in that city, Rabbit City. 
And she was, her husband was at work at Walmart where they both worked at the time. Ex-husband, I should say. And she was alone in her apartment and things started getting thrown at her out of the freaking bathroom. Like, she looks in the bathroom, you know, things just start getting thrown, like soap bottles, shampoos. They're like hummed at her, not by her, not or just on the ground, but they were getting thrown out at her. So she's hiding outside of her apartment. She called her husband at the time. She's very upset. So, you know, that was the whole thing that their apartment was haunted. And I told her that, uh, my cousin's aunt. And she says, was it this apartment building and this apartment number? And I'm like, yeah. What the hell? I didn't tell her that. I'm like, how did you know that? And she says, I knew the guy that used to live there. He was an old guy. He was a real prick to everybody, but he liked me. I was like, yeah, he's like, seriously, he didn't like anybody else, but he liked me. Me and him would have conversations, but he died in that apartment. And he, like I said, he was a prick. He didn't like anybody in there. And I'm like, holy Christ. Like if I had told her the information of where it had happened, you know, you know, I just said my sister's apartment one time was haunted in this town. And she, she knew where it was. She knew the apartment building. She knew the numbers. She knew what floor it was on. She knew everything about it. Oh, that's that's crazy too. I wonder, I wonder if the if the initial house like that it took place in your experience, if it, it if it was haunted before her, before yeah. or if like it's something following her. Yeah, because like where you. I feel like spirituality is like, like where, where there's positive, there's negative, you know? And when you Absolutely. have somebody like, like a white light spirituality, you know, people right. are positive spirituality. I feel like that kind of draws the negative in to like, try to push it out. Like I wondered if, if because she was such a positive spiritual, spiritual person, if maybe she drew in the negativity to kind of combat her almost, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I was thinking about that the other day, like, good magic and bad magic and good spirituality and bad spirituality. And like how, or if you, if you have one, you have to have the other. Oh, for sure. And I just, man, I don't, I don't know. Like I'm going down all the avenues. Like right. if something traumatic has happened recently, did you open yourself up to it? Like via that is. <sighs> well, another question I would have is, uh, do you have any, I guess for lack of better words, memorabilia, that you would have been wearing that day in the house that you may still currently have like a watch or a, oh, yeah, I didn't think about that or a bracelet or what or whatever. No, thankfully no. not that I can think of because at that time I was in like quite a bit better shape. So none of my clothes really fit from back then. I don't really have any of those clothes. <laughs> I don't have my clothes. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. didn't know if there was anything, but no, I never really wear watches. I never wear necklaces. He yeah, used to have an earring, but I don't really have earrings anymore. Yeah, I don't, where I don't know much about physically like a, the, the demonic realm. I don't know. Right. They're probably, you know, I don't, I don't, can they almost leave a mark on you? Yeah. Like, it's so wild that it just came out of like nowhere. nowhere. Like it's been, it's been dormant for almost what, f almost 14 years. Yeah. Dormant to me at least, you know yeah, what I mean? It's yeah. Not, yeah. And like I said, like it was at her house, it was her deal. She <laughs> had it in her place and, after I left there, I never had to deal with it again. And like you said, she doesn't live there anymore. So who's watching the basement, you know? Yeah. 
I'd almost like to go and find the people that live there now and just be like, hey, have you been experiencing weird shit in your house? <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, that. Had, if you could if you could do it the right way, it almost wouldn't be a bad idea. Be like, look, I'm not, trying, an awkward I'm not conversation. trying to alarm you, but... There's a demon like, in your basement. Yeah. Oh, freaking... Oh. And, and the yeah. fact that, like, all it had to say was that one phrase, like... I remember you, and then that all comes rushing back. Like, that's not a coincidence, you know? Like, yeah. Like, the girl's face, like, and when she first looked at me in the dream, it's kind of like, okay, this guy looks kind of different. Where have I seen this guy before? And then as she smiles, her smile, her whole face just changed. It distorted. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And at that point, I was still like, what the hell is this? Until I started getting that feeling that she's giving me that look. And getting stared down again that is terrifying like when you were describing it i was getting goosebumps i whenever i hear something like during our calls or whenever i read something or hear it i always like yeah. hold my arm up to kyle like show my goosebumps i'm like this is this is terrifying and I, right when you said you were getting goosebumps i did that to kyle yeah um, it's like one of, it's one of the it's one of the most terrifying things i've ever experienced yeah, as far as supernatural goes did you have any, did you like recognize the girl in the hospital? No, no, I didn't. I didn't. Okay. So it's obviously, it's a dream. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. The only person I recognized in it, and I don't even know why they were in it. One of the family members that was visiting the girl was, and you're going to laugh at this because I, I, when I woke up, I was like, what the hell did he have to do with anything? Was Logan Paul or not Logan Paul, one of the Jake Paul. Nice. I can't, one of the, one of the fucking Paul brothers from YouTube. And I'm just like, I don't know. I was just That's like the only, but as far as like personal friends and family, no, I don't rec- recognize anybody in that thing. That is so wild. Cause like you hear the theories that your, your mind can't like make up new faces yeah. when you dream. Like it has to be a face you've seen previously. And I just wondered if it stood out. Has anybody checked on Logan or Jake Paul recently? <laughs> I can honestly say I have not. <laughs> They're probably doing pretty all right. I imagine so. But yeah, no, like, like I said, that's why one of the reasons I was like, do I call him? Do I not call him? Was it was you know a big part of a dream? But the thing that cemented it was Cassie waking up terrified. For sure. Yeah, it, it like, and I'm like corroborates it. I don't say the fucking with somebody that I love now. You know what I mean? Because if that's the case, you can just go fuck off. Yeah. And to, not to totally switch gears, but it's kind of, kind of relevant. Like I was talking to Kyle the other day. It almost feels like, especially, especially recently, like since maybe the beginning of the year, like, like if there is a, if there is a veil surrounding us, it almost feels like it's thinning. Cause I just like more and more and more and more weird stuff is happening. Like my kids yeah. were in for Christmas, right? Okay. And they stayed at the house and I ended up getting uh, COVID right at the end of it. So I sent them to my mom so they wouldn't be around me. <clears throat> I didn't want them to get sick. Well, my, while my youngest boy was there, he told my mom that he woke up one night in our house and there was a man standing in his doorway, looking through his doorway. Hmm. And I'm like, cause he's, he's had different, instances and weird issues in the house when he was younger but as of lately he hasn't really said anything 
And he said, it just looked like the, like a black shadow of a man. And I'm like, man, that's that I, I see the, uh, the shadow, not frequently, but every so often. And then right. like right after my mom said that I was sitting up in the living room by myself cause I work midnights and my sleep schedule is all fucked, but I was playing Xbox and right out of the corner of my eye, I thought I saw the head of the shadow and i'm like man that's that's two within the last you know two weeks or whatever i'm like that never happens and then um the discord has been blown up with people having weird experiences here just boom 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 and i know kyle's had some weird experiences as of lately and it's almost like like the only term i can say is like the veil is thinning you know like whatever these things are yeah, it's funny that you, you use that phrase because, like I was telling you, and, and one of mine runs in conjunction with Steve's boy. But I was talking to my buddy at work, and and he used that direct reference that the veil is thinning because he's noticed in the recent year a lot of the peripheral stuff going on. You've seen a lot more out of your peripheries. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Steve told me that story about his son, and I didn't tell my wife about it. I didn't tell anybody about it. I just kind of kept it to myself. And then my wife, I don't know, it's probably two days, two or three days after you told me that, she sent me a text because I was putting my daughter to sleep and he was in his own room and he was calling for me, but I didn't hear him. And so she went in there and she said that he saw a face in his doorway. Oh my God. And then I texted Steve. I'm like, yo, dude, like my kid just now seen something and i'm like ironically enough it was in his doorway and i'm like hey steve's like what are the odds and i go i don't know (laughs) you know like that's pretty small odds well you know if we're talking shadow people and this isn't recently i guess this isn't like the last year but everybody seems to have seen some kind of a shadow person in our house but that's like since we moved in here like we bought this place and well, about probably about a year ago, eight months ago, something like that. Where I get home from work, you know, um, I might have been off a little early or something, so I come home. Nobody else is home because they had to pick up the kids from school and stuff like that. So I go use the bathroom, and if I'm the only one in the house, why why would I close the door? So I'm washing my hands. The door's open, and I see what I think is a shadow person or not what I first, what I thought was my daughter had run by into the, our bedroom to grab something. I'm like, Oh, you got her home, you know? So I'm like, Oh, okay. So I step outside and I was still the only one home. It's like, I saw a shadow at the side of my eye. I swear to God, I thought it was my daughter or uh, one of my kids. And I'm like, okay, strange. And I just, you know, went on about my day, but Yeah. That's that's how I because I I've I've seen mine probably a handful of times and I'll always be sitting in the living room, and it'll either like <laughs> my house is laid out I have the living room and then I have my kitchen. You go to the left and you go into you hit the podcast room and my, and the uh, master bedroom and if you go straight it goes off into a part of the house we have built on that's got the boys' bed and I'll either see it moving around the boys' bedroom or moving its way into like our bedroom. And it it's it almost felt residual to me because it's the same thing every time. He's never oh, he's never done anything out of the ordinary until just recently when when Maddox said that he had seen something in his doorway looking in. 
So I'm probably going to have to have a little talk with my shadow buddy here, who I've been <laughs> right. on, I've had, I've been on good terms with right. up to this point. Like, if you want to walk around right. the house, do you know, get get your steps in, do you, bro, for your Fitbit or whatever, that's fine. But it's going to be a different story if he starts scaring my kids because yeah, and that's kind of how well we talked about that night. I was like, you know, there's something messing with my kids. Like, this is not cool. Yeah, that's this, right. This is this is where dad draws a line. I don't care where you're coming from. I will get my ass on a John boat and go to Australia if I have to find you. That's what's going to happen. I don't care at exactly. that point, you know. And exactly. Not to. I, I don't want this to go down a negative road. I don't want the misinterpretation from anything. But as everybody at this point would know, depending on when this airs, I've been looking in the Bledsoe case, right? Yeah. And. It, this is relevant, so just hang with me for a second. <laughs> it's a Kyle tangent. Yes. So Steve just said something curious, how he's noticed things in the past year or so. And I'm listening to interview with Ryan Bledsoe, and they got on the subject. And I've, I've always thought about this, but I've never took the time to do it. But, and I'm not saying this is... The reason as to why everything's going on, but I'm sure at this point you know about where I'm going, but if you apparently, oh, that's loud. Okay. Apparently like something a, didn't like want a, you to talk about yeah, that. It was like a feedback. It's like a right. feedback loop once in a while. But anyways, if you... Switch COVID around. It spells DIVOC, D-I-V-O-C, right? And then you go even further and you, you you flop the 19 around, it's 91. Well, apparently the 1 can represent A, 9 can represent I, which can be artificial intelligence. And supposedly through different uh, languages, DIVOC can equal demonic possession, Apparently, Divic is of a Hebrew start. It suggests... Dude, every, every time you start talking. Uh, every time Kyle starts talking, the the audio explodes. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. It's some type of feedback loop. It's super loud. But, uh... You're saying something that somebody doesn't want you saying. That's what I'm thinking. I'm like, this happened multiple times since he started this. But it it, it suggests, or it's of a Hebrew star. It suggests possession of a malevolent soul. In Latin, it also suggests discrete, partition, upset, segment, tear away, open, isolated, obliterate, into. Great. And wow. I, it's just funny that he... he noted the time slot and i'm like no 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 like because i I wrote that down just because it was kind of interesting to play with the words and and all that number all that jazz but i don't know it it just ironic something to point out i mean it makes you wonder if since we've all been been quarantined and stuff is i know one of them words was isolated yeah is it right is it making us more like in tune, I guess, with with whatever whatever's beyond this veil, because so like much you, has been going on. UFO I feel like sightings, I'm going crazy. UFO sightings have been up, and 
Just think, just think of like the the traumatic stress this whole thing has had on everyone. Yeah. Are we like did did this whole thing just open us up to yeah, be susceptible? Giant, like trauma ritual. Yeah. To make us be susceptible to all this shit. I don't know, dude. We, you know, we go on with our lives. We go through stuff every day. You know, we we're always moving, going to work, coming home, doing something. You're always doing something. But if you're isolated enough, and you'll start to notice shit that you never noticed before. Oh, something 100%. that's always been there. Something that you've never you've never seen before, but it's always fucking been there. And that kind of, like I said, I go ghost hunting, right? I'll spend four or five hours at a place. And sometimes I'll catch something, sometimes I won't. But you got to think about that. Oh, well, you know, everybody says this place is haunted, but I've been here for five hours and I haven't seen shit. Five hours is nothing. These people are like living in this stuff. People who see a spirit or a ghost, they've been there years. Like if you're living in your house for however long and you're seeing something, I mean, you're not seeing it all the time. You're seeing it once in a while. Yeah, exactly. Like you said, being isolated, you're noticing stuff that's always been there. But now you're basically forced to see it. You're not leaving. You're not going to the mall. You're not fucking going to hang out with friends. You're there. You're staying there. And to to like circle back, you said everyone in everyone in your house has experienced the the shadow. Hey, Hollow Colt, the weather's getting nice, and you know what that means? It's cryptid hunting season, and the first rule to cryptid hunting is good footwear. That's why we're excited to announce our partnership with Tacovis Boots. When you're out hunting the dogman or stalking chupacabra, you don't have time to break in boots. That's why Tacovis is so nice. They have first wear comfort. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with their styles when you're out hunting cryptids. And let me tell you, their styles are on point. I've always considered getting me a pair of snakeskin boots, and their pair is mint. They also have crocodile boots, caiman boots, ostrich boots, regular leather boots. They they have it all, and it's re- it's ridiculously awesome. You can even stop by their the local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. So just imagine yourself getting a pair of legitimate snakeskin Hollow Sky branded boots. How awesome would that be? Nothing is going to intimidate a dog man like a nice pair of gator skin boots. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Has, yeah. has there been any like malevolency? From the shadow, as as it... no, um, down in we have uh, upstairs, downstairs, but it's pretty much close to the same level. It's it's an addition that goes down. Anyways, um, Cassie used to sleep down there sometimes, just because it was like a cooler room during the summer and stuff, and she would hear footsteps come in there at night, and eventually she'd like the door would open footsteps something would sit on the bed and that was like she'd just be sitting there with her eyes open like looking the other way towards the wall like oh don't fucking touch me don't touch me 
whatever this is, just don't touch me. And she'd be like, did you come in the room last night? And I'm like, oh, no, I fucking fell asleep out in the living room or something. You know, pretty much I sometimes I just sleep where I lay or wherever I bath out where I fall asleep. And that's where I, just where I stay. So she's like, did you come in there last night? I'm like, no, well, something did. I'm like, well, no, it wasn't me. So, like, we've had experiences in this house, but nothing malevolent. Yeah, man. Dude, okay, it's not like malevolent, but there's, and this was years ago. Whenever I did a video on going down to what the video is called, the murder cabin on my channel, and I don't remember exactly a couple years ago. Anyways, um, it was a location just over the border of South Dakota into Iowa where I believe it was four boys were murdered at this. Oh, what am I thinking? State Park. And they were out smoking weed and hanging out. And these guys came and they murdered uh, four of them. And they took the girl that was with them and they did terrible things to her. And it's a whole situation. It's called uh, Get You Manito Murders, if you ever want to look at that. And they died close to this cabin, not directly at this cabin, but like basically right next to the cabin. So I go down to this cabin. I do the whole investigation thing. We hear footsteps. It's pretty cool. I'm there for a few hours. And as like a token, because I'd always wanted to be there, I was like, you know what I'm going to do? Is this cabin is falling apart. There's pieces of it laying around. I'm going to take a piece of it home with me because it's a pretty cool fucking thing Smart. to take. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know. I thought about sending it to you guys, to be honest with you. <laughs> Oh, over. Yeah, I'll put it. it next to the haunted doll and everything else we got. It's kind of the thing you guys are always like, send us weird shit. I'm like, I'm uh, thinking about it. But, and like, it never really fucked with me too much after the situation. But after I got home and I'm editing the video for the channel, I'm sitting in my computer desk, you know, clacking away on the keyboard, editing, and something feels like it grabs the back of my chair and it pulls me backwards, like, it leans my chair backwards. I'm like sitting forward and eventually now, now oh, I was sitting forward. Now I'm sitting backwards. And I said, um, whatever this is, could you please let me go? And I sat back up. I'm like, okay. And I just look at that rock and I'm like, fuck. But the, the whole like shadow person, it's been around since before then the footsteps, all that had been around since before then. It's just in that situation. I was like, did I invite something back here by taking this rock? And that's, then, you know, that yeah. is 100% where I was going to go. Yeah. Next question before that happened, I'm like, have you looked in any cases or anything that could have like uh, opened, opened, like made you more susceptible to what's going on? But I'm pretty sure the traumatic murder cabin rock probably, I mean, it's a nice bridge. It's part of the actual cabin. And oh, I'm just like, yeah. okay. Uh, but that's, I mean, I, it's not directly connected to you. No, it's not. And but, I know, like, in your comments, you're going to be a bunch of people like, this guy's a moron. <laughs> but hear me out. I like agree. A paranormal Bifrost. Like, you just, <laughs> you're like, hey, I got this open. Anybody that wants to come in and hang out, you're more than welcome. <laughs> I, got this, right. I got this trauma rock from the yeah. fucking murder cabin. And, like, <laughs> this, this area where this came from, like, I think, Kyle, you'd have a heyday reading about it because. There have been reports of like alien ships landing over there. Cool. And taking off over there. Let's go. Uh, like 
there's another YouTuber. He's from a town that's actually only like an hour from here. And he's pretty big at this point. I don't know if you ever heard of the uh, paranormal files on YouTube. I think it I have. Sounds familiar. Like, I don't want to say anything ill towards a guy, but I'm pretty sure some of his videos aren't 100% accurate. And if you want us, you know, I'm not talking shit. But I, I, I was a fan of his channel. And whenever he first started out, like fresh in high school and stuff, he went out there and he found what I, well, according to his channel, was a heart out in the grass out there. Like a human heart? I'm not saying it was human, but he said he found a heart. Like and a it was biological like, heart. Yes. Well, that's what weird. What the fuck? Like, it's on his channel. Like, he goes out to the murder cabin. And he still, he still goes out there every now and then, but he doesn't live around here anymore. But he has to come back. I think his parents live in Sioux Falls. I feel but, pretty weird if I found a heart just laying on the ground. Yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't Any heart. what kind of heart it yeah. is. But if I'm like, Steve, and, there's a heart. Especially when you're at a place called the murder cabin. Well. Yeah. Well, there's this lady. She's a psychic lady. I can't remember her name off the top of my head. I talked to her. I used her on my channel. This a Paranormal Files guy, he was a really good friend with her. He used her on his channel. And she's a sweetheart. She's a lovely lady. But. I was talking to her about it and she's told me the story about they went out there as teenagers and she's a psychic. She's very open to all this stuff. And she said, I'm not going back out there. I will not step foot out in that place ever again. I'm like, what happened? So she told me the story about her and her friends went out there and they're walking and she kept hearing like this, like growling sound. And she's like, what the hell is going on here? You know? And it, it's just her and her friend that are hearing it, and it seems like he's getting closer and closer. And it was like in the middle of the day, she's even telling me that's about that's happening. So I'm like, okay. Well, she said, well, you left. I'm like, I got out of there, and we're pulling back into town in Sioux Falls, which is like not very far away, like literally 12 miles from it. They come up to the stoplight, and this old piece of crap car comes up. They said it was just rust bucket of a car, and this really odd looking old man looks at him. And he just stares at him. He just got like a convertible. They got a convertible. And he just looks at him. He opens his mouth and that exact same growl come out of his mouth. As Jeepers Creepers. <laughs> yeah. And she was like, nope, never going back there again. So that was like one of her experiences that she, she'll go like to the entrance of it, but she's not going in there. If I saw an old man in a rusty car and he opened his mouth and a growl came out, I'm going to be fucking scared. The same growl that you've been hearing at, at the murder, murder cabin. cabin. Yeah. yeah. How how long ago did you go to the murder the murder cabin? Uh, I, I call it the murder cabin. That's kind of, it's kind of something I dubbed it because you know, well, people were murdered from here on out. It is the murder cabin, dog. <laughs> the Gitchy Manitou areas. So if you just type in Gitchy Iowa or whatever, the whole thing is like in the seventies. It's really really messed up ordeal what happened. But like I said, the heart goes out to the family members and all that stuff. Oh yeah, absolutely. And, um. Yeah, it's just ever since, like, even before then, though, it's been a, a hotbed for supernatural stuff. How long has it been? Like, when did you go there? Two years ago. I'm pretty sure it's two years ago. That's pretty relevant. Yeah, I mean, that's... that's what... I thought about going back, because when I did it, I did it in the daytime. I'm thinking, should I go back at nighttime? And I'm also like, is something fucking messing with your computer chair? You know what I mean? I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe get in contact with your psychic friend and see if like just hand her the gets, rock she, or no, or just see if she can get like some kind of read on you. Be like, yo, is there anything fucking going on with me here? Because I would try cleaning right. in your house, man. Yeah, that would probably be a good start. <clears throat> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to get some sage and burn it. 
Yeah, and there's a lot of people in our Discord that can help with that type of shit too. That you know, uh, and I don't know if you're uh, ultra religious or not, but I mean, you can rebuke it in the name of Jesus. There's a lot of yeah. different avenues to go down when it comes right. to that. All of it's like terrifying. Said, this was two days ago where I had that dream and that whole thing happened with her. And yeah, yeah, that's I'm with you. That that's the part that would give me the most is the fact that she felt something off too. Yeah, and if I mean, you did a dream, I would never have called you guys. Right, to be honest with you. If, if it, you never told me like, how ter- terrified she was. Because, I mean, we don't even know how... We, I mean, we don't necessarily know if it's demonic or whatever, but we don't even know how these entities work. No. Like, maybe... Right. Like, it had that first attempted attachment on you, you know, 14 years ago, and the aunt kind of kept it away. It's like, yo, chill the fuck out. Go back right. to the basement. Well, now, like, like, you know, when you dabble in the paranormal and everything... Like you're kind, you're you're making yourself a little more susceptible to it than a everyday normal person who doesn't look into all this shit. Right, right, right. And, and like, like I'm tying it to the absolute, like the the trauma event that happened in that cabin, and like the fact that you took a piece of that with you. Paranormal because, frost. Yeah, it's like it's almost like it could it's not that far out of the imagination that there was enough trauma attached to that building. When you pick that up, whatever that thing was is like, gotcha. Here we go. Here we go. There's my doorway. It's kind of like you guys were saying on one of your episodes recently that, you know, people use spear boxes, basically the same thing at the Ouija board. Yeah. Um, I've always been told, Hey, don't mess with the Ouija board because demonic people will come in there and they'll, they'll lie to you and cause all kind of trouble. And I use the spirit box and you guys are saying, you know, that's the same situation. I'm thinking to myself, you are not wrong. The only, we had, we had an email, uh, after I made that comment, uh, let me find it. Yeah. Richard emailed us and he said, with the ghost box, a flashlight test, an EVP, etc., you're inviting communication with a particular tool. Whereas with the Ouija board, you're inviting the entity to use yourself as a vessel for the communication True. by guiding your hands. So I did I did want to put that out there. There he said, therefore imply permission point. to inhab- inhibit your body. That, Just my thoughts. That, well, first off, thank you, Richard, because that made me feel a hundred percent better. Like not a hundred percent. That's like, actually a really a fucking good point. Yeah, because when he when he said that, I'm like, you know what, you're right. Except like I'll just put the planchette down and go, if you want to fuck with the planchette, go for it. Because when you idea. watch when you watch like all these these ghost hunter sh- like shows yeah, you're gonna YouTube. extra shit if you see like planchette moving around. Yeah, you're gonna be like, oh, around, no. like gives you the finger. No. But a lot of these things, like like even with like a bunch of YouTube channels I watch and shit when they go in and they're using the EMF meter and they're using the flashlight test. A a lot of times they'll say, use my energy. That's true. Which I feel like is exactly the same as inviting it. I'm with you there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. See, I've never thought about that. I use flashlights. I use a spirit box. So I'm using a flashlight. I've used like, have you seen the flashlight test where? No, I'm just using the fucking flashlight. Well, I figured as much. <laughs> no, I, I I do the flashlight test where you 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 have the flashlight sitting there and you ask it if it turn it on or yeah, off. And it'll, it'll turn it on. It, it, when I, we when we went to the the Campsville house and we did our investigation, oh, that was probably 2010. We did the flashlight test and it was responding to us. It that's was, creepy. It was fucking weird. That's creepy. <laughs> 
we, I went to the Valentine, Nebraska has a old school that's haunted by a little girl, which if you're going to be haunted by somebody, you know, a little girl's like, what are they going to do really? Like, oh, that's like, for me, that's like the worst. Be a demon? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> they say, like, they say demons act like children all the time. They try to disguise, disguise yeah. themselves, which interestingly enough is what was purported to reported to haunt the campsville house they took that picture of the little ghost, ah, yeah, the ghost kid up in the abandoned attic and i'm like uh, i don't know it's always seemed like he's always like a little girl recently like i went to the haunted island in pier south dakota which i've been to that island growing up i never knew it haunted until chad lewis the guy i talked to you guys about before <laughs> I, I bought his book on haunted places around this area and he's talking about that place i'm like you know that's let's amazing. go <laughs> so yeah i loaded up i went down there and supposedly like the legend is like people hear and, and see this little girl come out and she's like hey i need help 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 me and so she started running into the forest and you see a little kid yelling for help what are you guys gonna do not no, run into the forest <laughs> no you know you as a father you would be like holy crap this little kid needs help yeah if she looked like a solid kid but if yeah, there was anything off about that little girl <laughs> You're on your own. <laughs> that's what people claim to have seen is this little girl. So they run in after her and it draws her know, draws dude. Like you know farther would. in. You not, know you would. Not if, if if it was both of us together, we'd be like, we have if to. you didn't if you didn't know this place is haunted, you get her out chilling, maybe you gotta go. Yeah, to but is she wearing like old school seventeen hundred clothes? No, she doesn't have True. a sign that says, Yo, I'm a ghost. <laughs> right. <laughs> you never know. And, and of course, people go farther into the island, and she just disappears. And you're like, yeah, oh, getting no. drawn into the woods Get, is okay, one of the okay, worst okay, okay. case scenarios. Fo- follow my map here. All right, no. So, Burton's going to all these places that are supposedly haunted by young females. He goes to the murder cabin where they did bad things to a female, to a young female. He has the dream, dream which is a female, which was a young female. Okay, it's now I got like. You know how you're showing your arm to Kyle earlier? My arm has goosebumps on it. Yeah, that's... I don't know. It's it just... It's Ironic. Just, I don't know where the map is going, but, like, there, there's a common theme there, especially since it's like... Like, it, it presented itself to you in the dream through a young, safe yeah. girl, like... In in the in the murder cabin, like obviously a girl did get hurt there, but right. only ones that died there. And I'm not saying like, like I said, I'm not trying to be disrespectful. We're boys. Yeah, that's yeah. But, but like I, you said, a girl did get hurt there. Yeah, but like, there have been which would have been ultra traumatic. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. They probably it's hard it's hard to even fathom what that kind of trauma could manifest. Right. Man, I don't, I don't know. It's like, it's so hard to pinpoint what could set it off considering it's what we do. You know what I mean? Like you, you traveling to all these, all these different reportedly haunted places and looking in to all this different stuff. It just almost opens it up. And like, on, I guess now I think about it. <laughs> now that you bring it up um i do go to these places cassie comes with me so on the haunted island she was holding the camera for me i'm talking to the spirit box trying to get information you know 
heard there's a little girl out here. Are you a little girl? And I, I got some pretty definitive EVPs coming through that spirit box. Like, um, what's your name? I got Caroline. So I'm like, okay, Caroline, how old are you? Eight. I'm like, okay. You know, I'm asking what happened to you. And she said killed or, or murdered or something like that. And I'm like, okay, so you're eight year old. Your name's Caroline. You were murdered out here. Not to say how long ago. I don't, you know, I can't confirm any of this stuff because it's not written down in the freaking record books that somebody died out there. But at the same time, I'm asking these questions in the video. We have like an EVP that's not the spirit box. And it's like right next to where Cassie is, right? So she's like, what was that? And I'm like, did you hear that? And she's like, I think it's a boat. And I was like, it didn't sound like a boat like anywhere near this island right now. And she's like, it sounded like a boat. But if you listen to the EVPs or the EVP itself, it sounds like a voice. It doesn't sound like it comes in very clear. But if you're a dead person, you don't have a throat. So, you know, you're manifesting energy. And it sounds it sounds very much like a voice, kind of. So I'm like, okay. And I'm going through, you know, I, I listen to all my footage. I go through it all frame by frame, quiet as hell. Me just with some big ass headphones. And I heard that. And like, that's in the video. It's pretty loud but then we go to the haunted school with a little girl and i'm talking to it i ask if you're in here can you turn this like flashlight on you know i'm not gonna hurt you i'm sitting there and whenever i turn my head the light comes on and cassie's like holy crap you know she laughs in the video and i'm like what she's like look at your light and i look at the light and the light's on so then of course i'm trying to catch evidence of a spirit so after that i'm like okay if you're in here, could you run up these stairs as fast as you can? Can you run down these stairs as fast as you can? And, you know, I'm talking to this thing. And Cassie, she's like looking at me. She's like, I was like, what? She's like, something just touched my hand. So whatever it is, like spirits, little girls, ghosts, they keep getting attracted to her. You know, she's a mother, mother figure, kids. Like, I don't know. It just seems like everywhere we go, they're interested in her. <laughs> do you, do so you now know? this is your old lady's fault. <laughs> no. Let's be clear. No, absolutely <laughs> not. I'm just I'm the one. Uh, <laughs> she'll, she'll, she'll be like, oh, way to throw me under the bus. No, <laughs> do you way guys, to go. Do no. you do like any, do you have like any protection ritual you have when you go or leave? We make sure to state very clearly that we are leaving, that you are not allowed to follow us. You do not have permission to follow us home. And that's pretty much it. We just say goodbye and we cut our ties right there. And that's something like she's 100% like better than I am at that. That's she's good. like, all right, we got to say goodbye to this thing. I'm like, you know, that's probably a good idea. Yeah. yeah. Unless Otherwise, you I'd be like, just oh, ride bye. on the rock from the murder cabin. That's true. <laughs> I'm gonna send you guys that damn rock. I swear. <laughs> Give me an address after this, and I will send it to you. Great, great. That'd be fucked up if you did, and then we started having oh, stuff happen. I will. I will fight the murder cabin demon. All right, so I'm gonna change gears real quick because there's a couple things that I want to talk about, and it'd be interesting to hear your reaction. Absolutely. So this past week, I had two weird, super weird things happen to me. One of them okay. was early in the week, and. I'm dry. I get to work. I'm by myself. So I had to drive down south to work with some other guys. 
It's uh seven thirty-five in the morning, seven forty, somewhere around there. So you have the the morning sun coming up, light in the sky, but the sun's not fully out. And I look off to what would be the east as I'm driving, and I notice something reflecting the sunlight in the sky. Oh my god, that's kind of weird. But it was bright enough to catch my eye. And as I keep looking at it as I'm driving, I'm kind of doing a back and forth. Uh, I no- actually noticed two of them, and they're flying in a formation. One, like like almost like fighter jets would. So if they weren't fighter jets, what the fuck were they? Fighter UFOs? Fighter UFOs, for sure. I mean, there's nothing else around here that flies in formation. No. And it had, the, it had that staggered formation where you had almost like a flying V, but only with two. You know, he had one in front and one off to the right. So I was like, okay, that's that's a little weird, but I didn't think much of it. Scott Scott Air Force Base is down that way. That's well, Not, we, we weren't. I was just leaving Carrollton. Oh, so it's up here. Yeah, it was up this okay. way. All right, so yeah. it's not that close. Never mind. <laughs> well, and then they do every on the occasion up around Winchester Roothouse area. They will do test flights of of fighter jets, but. This is first thing in the morning. Yeah. So that was the first thing that I thought of. You said you were down south. I'm like, well, Scott Air Force. Yeah. That's a ways away from. Yeah. And then the other one, the other one was way weirder. And this is one of them things that happen and you feel like you're going crazy. So I'm sitting in my truck. It's lunch. I'm playing a Marvel Strike Force on my phone. And out of my peripheral, I noticed something at in the window and it was a split second but imagine and it's hard for me to describe I, I described it to steve earlier but you ever seen like the the big pieces of like plexiglass or glass that they're like foggy or hazy they they they're meant to prevent you from actually seeing what's on the other side of them but they they still give like a uh, 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 silhouette. Yeah, like you could see that there's green grass over there, but you can't actually tell that it's grass. Almost like frost. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I saw that at my window for a couple seconds, and then it took off, which Dude. would almost be like a glimmer man sighting. Yeah. It. God. You it was low. It was low, like a like a kid's. Because all all I would, if I had to describe it. It would be like, and let's pretend that this is the Glimmer Man. There, it would just be a head, right at the base of the window. Like its its chin would have been like, if I had the window down, it would have been able to sit on the door lip, just like be, peeking in. All yeah, all you see, oh, all you would see is the head. That's creepy. You're not the first person to see something like that, you know. Like there's quite a few stories out there of very similar stories. It's just so it was so bizarre. It, caught, it didn't scare me or nothing. It no. just caught me off guard. Where I'm like, did I really just see that? Or am I just being dumb? That's that's why, like, Burton had his experience. We had our experience. You yeah. had your, your experience. I'm like, man. And then our kids. Th- yeah, that is that is a lot. Yeah, for sure. Especially within the last, like, two months. Yeah, for sure. And uh, like your wife said, oh, you guys brought something home with you. I'm like, well, A, we haven't been anywhere. No, we went to Cemetery X. Cemetery X, which could, I mean, that's. Ted, and we definitely didn't do anything when we left no I, we chugged monsters and got in the car and drove away yeah, i ate some twizzlers there <laughs> i didn't think about uh doing a whole no follow us home no i didn't either and what ghost hunter dave say yeah it'll follow it'll follow you home yeah. son of a bitch 
Right. <laughs> we both got really weird vibes when we were there. Yeah, it was. It's a weird place, man. But I and then I then like after she said that, I'm like, man, maybe it crossed my mind. Like, what if? What if somebody or something is like instead of them following us home? What if something is sending this shit our way? Yeah, and that's when I said I'll get in a boat and I'll go to Australia. I even said it to my wife, and she said the same thing you did. She's like, "Why are you going to Australia?" Yeah, Australia. You were, I'm like, you were real adamant about it's Australia. It's just cementing how far I'm willing to go because I don't like water, and I definitely would not get on a boat drive across the ocean <laughs> i thought you picked us, somebody i thought you picked australia because like somebody was trying to curse you from no australia way. my wife thought the same thing I'm like, you guys you're just not smart <laughs> everything wants to kill you in australia that's that's, yeah exactly i know that but i'm just that's this is the level of dedication that i have right now okay i don't so like i don't know as soon as as soon as you message me when i was driving into work i'm like some there's it's weird dude there's some collective like ghostbuster-esque weird shit going on i wish i was a ghostbuster i don't i don't know man my my theory is if it if it wasn't attached to you this whole time which i don't believe it was because you're or the ant pretty much put it to bed yeah you know like, she, she, she explained to me there like no it doesn't leave the basement until something happened in the basement and yeah then, and then that's when it comes up and i'm like but well, when kyle made that point that there's nobody nobody protecting the basement anymore wow. you know maybe maybe it remembered it remembered you from being down there it, yeah, it so almost makes like one that got away or something yeah it almost makes me want you to reach out to the the skinny kid and see if he's had anything pop up, you know, because if it, it attached itself to it or attached yeah. itself to him and see if anything has popped up with him. Yeah. Maybe, I mean, maybe it made its way out of there and it's like, I'm gonna make my rounds, see what everybody's doing. And they're like, Oh, Bert, Burton's taking shit from the murder, the murder cabin. Yeah. <laughs> he's probably uh, down, you know, like, <laughs> right. Oh, he wants to play a game. No, I fucking don't. Not with you. Like, yeah, like uh, that's the kind of thing like, I'm down for ghost hunting. I'm, want to find paranormal shit absolutely but uh, demons like, i i i'm drawing the line cuz just as my experience alone yeah like what whatever you seen what i saw especially like you, i told you the story we just went over this if you see that there's nothing nobody can tell you paranormal stuff's not real like you know i'm not asking your opinion on it i'm telling you what happened right oh yeah well that's kind of one of them it's it's like a catch 22 right cuz i'm kind of the same way but right. like Steve, you know, Steve will look at you like when we were hunting Egress, he's like, and I was scared at first and he's like, oh, we're in the shit now. And I'm like, right. I didn't sign up for this shit. <laughs> but right. in in hindsight, after it's all said and done, it's like, well, yeah, you actually kind of did. We we right. went looking. Exactly. And we found it. That's what I mean. Like, and, and it's not just in your case or our case. It, I think it's with everybody. Everybody's like, yo, I, I want to go find bigfoot until he rips my friend in half yeah. and throws me off a Dude, cliff everybody everybody wants to call out until something fucking answers back exactly exactly yeah, me and Cassie, we like watch like new top five stuff like that ghost videos somebody will be like if you're in here could you make a noise and then like a class will slide across the room and then they'll just scream their heads off and run away and i'm just like no what you just asked for <laughs> exactly that's that's exactly it like, it is i mean yeah 
to me, a, and like, to a degree, you're, we are asking for fucked up things to happen to us. Yes, to a degree. But I'm with you. To a degree. In the same boat that yeah, when it comes to you being malicious, just get the fuck out of here because that I ain't doing that. If you're like a pure evil thing, then yeah. guess what? I don't. But I don't. Think. Yeah, I don't. I don't feel like when we're when we're looking into these things that we specify that. Right. So like what do, what do, what do I say? If you're yeah. a ghost, you talk to me, but if you're a demon, you know, no, so that, just like, go over there. Like, oh, yeah. He said no. Nice, nice spirits is, is who we want. <laughs> right. right. Yeah, exactly. I guess. And uh, I hate to have to admit that you're right on that, but you are right on that because you are talking to whatever's there. And he, I even say that, well, if anybody's here or anything's here, I'm just like, now that we're talking about it, I'm just like, what an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it is like, we, we can't, we can't pick we want and, all the benevolent smoke. We yeah. don't want malevolent. <laughs> we can't right. pick and choose when we go into that. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I don't know, man. If I, I feel like your next best bet, especially since, it it is essentially raising its head again, letting you know that it still knows. I would, I would definitely do something to bless the house, yep. sage it, yeah. or yeah, probably going to be holy water, holy day. oil, any anything of that nature. Because I mean, hundred percent, Jesus seems yeah. to be the cure all when it comes to that shit. It's weird, dude. It is really weird when you look into that. But I mean, if it works, it works. Yeah, if it works, exactly. If it works, it works. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, exactly. you could, you could, like John, he was going to get us moonbeam water, and uh, we could spray ghosts with it. And if that works, I mean, I'm good with Dude, it. That's what I'm saying. People like people on one side won't believe in holy water, but people on the other side will believe in the moonbeam water. Right. And people on that side don't believe in. Now, the I'm just saying, water, if it, whatever works, I don't care <laughs> where it's from. You could go buy deer piss from Walmart, and if that works, Ooh, I wouldn't use it. Right. I'm just saying, if it does work, then <laughs> I'll use it. I'll deal with the shadow, nah, the shadow man, people before I deer piss my house under. I, I meant like, I meant putting it like a squirt gun and shooting at a ghost, oh. not dumping it all over your house. <laughs> I thought you were blessing your house with deer piss. No, no, that that would be very smart. We have derailed once again. Yes, we, we, do. Yes, we, yes, we have. Well, we, we do. We, we did. But yeah, that would be my next, my next move would be to try, just try to keep it out of your house and away from your family, especially your wife, because she seems, she seems like she could be a sensitive too. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Maybe she, I've always kind of thought that since we've been doing all this, maybe she doesn't know or hasn't fully accepted it. But like you said, well, it's just like, you know, that owl story I told you about the, the, you talk about the owl for the first time first time you hear about the owl shows up and that never happened to me whenever I first heard about it. And I tell her the story and what happens not two or three miles down the road, the freaking owl shows up. It's almost like she's a magnet. Very well could be. Magnet for the weirds, the weird. You got to look out for it, dog. I am. So yeah, that, that would be my next move. I would do something, burn sage or, or any, anything salt, you know, you could salt around the entrances. I think, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not good with that stuff. Same. I just wing it. I'm like, whatever. If you want to hang out here, it's cool. Just don't be a dick. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you're gonna have to keep uh, keep me informed if anything else comes up. We may. I hope we don't have to do a follow up. But if if it does, we will. Right. Right. 
but we will yeah. definitely wrap this one up now, man. I hope, I hope it doesn't go any further than this because I hope I, I honest to God hope that this is the end of it. I'm going to, I'm going to sage the house. Holy water. Sure. I have to do. Yeah. That's what I that would maybe, be my next move. Maybe I'll just have like a priest come and bless my shower. So I'm always getting bathed in it. <clears throat> if you, you know, could, um, you, it might even be worth reaching out, reaching out to the aunt and ask her what her steps were when she put that thing right. back to bed because right. if anybody if she if anybody knows it it sounds like she knows it best so right just to be exactly. on the safe side good thinking but yeah everybody check out uh burton's youtube channel if you want to plug that again definitely go ahead yeah it's a uh, local legends burton moran it's a long name i know i thought about just going local legends but i wanted to add my name in there so Hell local yeah. legends right. burton moran Go watch uh, him chase ghosts and take stuff from the murder cabins. So, <laughs> thanks so much for taking the time to uh, hang out with us today, Merton. It was it was a good time, even if it was at your expense. Yeah, thank you guys for <laughs> talking to me. You know, you, you guys have a lot of good points, and I really appreciate it. That's that's what we try to be here for. We're not the smartest guys in no, in the realm, but at all. sometimes we come up with some every good once in a while information. <laughs> All right, Holoskites, until we meet again, stay weird, stay safe. And if you go to any paranormal uh, locations with murder in the title, leave everything there.